Hey, After Buzzers, before we move on to your next topic, we just want to say thanks to our sponsor, Anchor. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. Plus, there are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Also, Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. Plus, you can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership, and it's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to Anchor FM to get started. You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network, now the largest new media platform on the web, and your number one source for after-show entertainment. The AfterBuzz Studios in Los Angeles, California. Presented by Maria Menounos and Bing.com and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies. This is AfterBuzz TV's Survivor After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. If you'd like to buzz in on tonight's show, you can buzz us at 424-256-1729. That's 424-256-1729. And now, another post-game wrap-up show for your favorite TV show. It's AfterBuzz TV's Survivor After Show. Music to our ears. Hey, guys, Bing is for doing, and we're doing another episode for Survivor, Season 26, Episode 11, Fans vs. Favorites. Tonight, AJ and Ryan are not here, so you have the wonderful, the beautiful, talented, three-time player, Jerry Manthe. Hi, everybody. (laughs) And I am your host, Justin Walter. We've got a packed episode tonight. We've actually got Troy Zan from Survivor One World calling. And then we also have last season's winner, Denise, calling in. Yay! So, tons of Survivor fans <laughs> and also players on today's episode. So, we've got a packed episode. So, let's start right away. Jumping into the episode, we see the aftermath of last week's epic, historic Tribal Council where three idols were at play and Philip was blindsided and went home. Yeah, I wasn't here last week, so I no. couldn't uh, throw in my two cents about that whole Philip episode. Oh my gosh. What did you think, just quickly for our fans? What, it was amazing. It was amazing. amazing. And uh, I know it was probably one of, it was the first time in tribal council history that someone played an idol for themselves and for someone else while the other person in their alliance mm-hmm. had immunity. The entire alliance that was on the outs, completely safe. It was such a powerful move. Yeah. It really was. It was great. And I know we, we talked a little bit about other things they could have done differently, but yeah. honestly, Justin, I mean, <laughs> as much pressure as Malcolm was under last week, I, I think it was, it was brilliant. It was good. So yeah. then we, we get the aftermath. We see... Eric saying he's a swing vote. Cochran saying he's breathless. Brenda all of a sudden saying that it ruined my plans. You know, I didn't know what was going on, and we didn't know she had plans. I don't think she had any plans. (laughs) The only plan she had was to get food, and she couldn't even do that right. Yes, this episode. It was all about Brenda getting food. So, But you really could see, and I was kind of shocked, they were so demoralized. And there was so much talk about how, you know, we're not in the majority anymore. You still have six votes. I know. They still can't do math on this season. I don't understand (laughs) What's going on? It's like all of a sudden Reynolds and Eddie get in power, and then their logic and math wears and goes on the other players. I know. Who knew that Philip really was thinking for everyone? (laughs) I know. I mean, that's a little scary. It is. Just seeing them so demoralized, it kind of makes you realize that Philip really had such an important role in that alliance. He really did. 
I mean, I, I never doubted that. I mean, yeah. it, it, whether he's annoying to them or not is irrelevant. He actually was the power player. He yeah. was the one sticking his neck out. Mm-hmm. And, you know, when you've got someone who's willing to do that, you let them do that because it, it keeps you from putting yourself in that position and being vulnerable and, you know, the topic of discussion for the next Floated Out. Yeah. And, and it was interesting in terms of kind of really seeing, like, I, as a viewer, I was like, they actually may have a chance to swing some votes. And, you know, the whole episode was kind of Eric and Sherry were the ones they were targeting. And Eric and Sherry <laughs> kind of saying, you know, one side Eric saying, maybe I will team up with the guys. I'm going to play both sides of the fence this whole this whole time. And then Sherry saying all of a sudden, I'm the one in control. I'm the swing vote. I'm I'm the one running this game. Yeah. Which, no, when, when she said, nobody even realized that I'm the one calling the shots here. I'm like... <laughs> Actually, you're not calling the shots. You're just trying to figure out which side of the fence to play on. Yeah, which side of the shots you're going to go with. Yeah, it's like which side of the fence do you want to play on with someone else's strategy. Yeah. I don't know if you'd really consider that running the game. (laughs) But, I mean, she did have have the power. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Or to, in the game, change the direction of the game if she would have gone one way or the other. So I do see in one sense she does have a lot of power, but she's not actually the one directing it. If that, right. You know, kind of Right. And, and the thing that I know we, we kept saying while we were watching the episode, we're like, why would you flip and put yourself with three of the strongest guys yeah. in the competition mm-hmm. who were literally walk all over you in every immunity challenge. And then you look disloyal to the people you've been playing the last how many weeks with. Yeah. Yeah, so it's kind of interesting. But yeah, again, it was crazy how you really just saw them demoralized, starving. You, They really got the sense that they were really starving this week. <laughs> Which, perfect segue into the reward challenge, the classic survivor auction. Food auction. Food, food. Now, Jerry, you've played the game three times. What is the morale when you get those envelopes saying it's a food auction coming up? I never got to be part of Wait, a food you auction. Never. Oh my god. Never. Gosh. Never. So is it hard watching? No. <laughs> no, it's I mean that's the easy part watching, really truthfully. I mean I guess I never realized that about you. Guys, yeah. we got Troy on the line. Oh, oh Troy's in here. Troy's in. How's it you going? Know- uh, it's in my in my live. Am I here? Am You're I there? On. Can we get Troy's in on our monitor? We're looking for. You. Oh, oh, oh wait, Troy's in. Are you naked? <laughs> I don't know. It, this is going to be up to you guys to guess. <laughs> so Troy's in is on the line. He's in his survivor attire. Yes, that's the way he lives his life, right there. I love it. It's like it's eighty-five degrees here today in Miami. Maybe hotter. So oh you know, gosh. come on. Man. Well, thank you for joining us again. You came on last season. We're excited to have you on this time virtually. So thanks for joining us. I'm pretty sure he doesn't own a shirt. Yeah. Oh, I mean, Jerry looks like she's dressed for the tundra. Look at her. She's got all these clothes on. It's, it's cold, cold here. <laughs> we're, ca- we're, we're California jacket. people. Yeah, it's freaking cold here, so, man. So, Troy, we were just about to talk about the Survivor Auction. In Survivor One World, if I recall, you did go to the Survivor Auction. Yes, I did. So what is it like as a player when you get to the point mm-hmm. of you know an auction is coming up? Well, for me, I, I it was like it was debt. You know, I had to go to that auction and and get uh, a clue or you know get a clue to an idol or something because I and I knew it was coming. So I thought, 
you know, this is perfect. They're going yeah. to the auction. I know I'm not going to eat though. So I knew a hundred percent that a clue was going to come out. So that's why I sat and waited yeah. as long as, you know, and that's, I, I, I was pissed watching the auction cause I'm watching everyone eat chocolate and oh. peanut butter. Kim's taking the shower, you know, people are getting full on meals. It's like, yeah. you know, I'm, and I'm sitting there waiting for like one clue, which I had to have. Cause it was basically, that was the, episode it was like troy's hand versus everyone yeah yeah and one thing i mean it's that just shows what a player you are in terms of you prioritize power and safety compared to food well yeah which i was surprised that like how dumb i'm surprised that malcolm didn't try to that he uh, he didn't understand that there would be a clue like that for a challenge no he did before they went to it he even said right to the camera Mm -hmm. he said I'm going to have to hold out on not eating any food because I'm going to need that money. There's going to be a clue. And he was the first person to jump off the bench for $20. I know. I almost tweeted out, like, what are you, clueless? But then I realized, okay, he did get the he did get the, the idol he got, uh, clue. He, he kind of got lucky that nobody else went for that hidden information. And what the hell was that? I mean. Really? It's You know it's going to be information to a hidden idol. Yeah. Come on. If yeah, someone... I, I'm surprised that that guy didn't stick at the – I would have stayed up. All night. I would have been there at 1 yeah. o'clock, 2 o'clock in the morning. I would have done something to Andrea. Seriously, like, she couldn't have lasted. I would have sat there forever digging. I would have digged in a different spot, have her follow me around like a dog. I, I'm like, what? What? knowing that yeah. you have oh. that clue and you know exactly where it's at. Or I just, even, I w- what's the big deal about her finding out? Yes. That's the thing, too. Like, okay, that, you need to yeah. find it. She's there. Big whoop. <laughs> And last week, what did he do? He found the clue right in front of Andrea and Dawn. Just dig while she's there. She's not going to come in and snatch it out of your hand. Wave it in front of her face if you find it. I know. I mean, unless we didn't see something where he was so nervous that she would somehow find it too. But, like, why? I mean, at that point when you don't have it, you and you know probably you're going home. You're targeted. The, you're the biggest target, yeah. dude. I mean, I'm like Jesus. I would have been there. Uh, yeah. I just wouldn't have left. The only thing I can you, think of is maybe he didn't want her to know the general area it was in case he could go back. So well, then he, he could then, go dig some. I would I go know. dig someplace else, Throw like, like until she tired herself out. I'm like I would dig there for four hours until she, I'd look at her like she's going to tire herself out. <laughs> yeah. I mean. I don't care. I mean, yeah. there's an idol there. Jesus. I'm yeah, like, do not. Oh, Troy's in. We see you're wearing pants. Oh. oh <laughs> you're <really>? not naked. <laughs> oh, I thought you said uh, you know, I mean, come on. It, it, I, had, I had to have respect for Jerry. She's married. <laughs> yeah, I know. Thank you. She's just thought we saw your junk. <laughs> she got excited. I did. I, I was like, oh, my God. He just showed his junk. Yeah, I, completely, I completely agree with you. I was shocked that Malcolm was the first person to bet on beer and nuts. Come yeah. on. <laughs> no. well, I'm surprised. How did he get that? for 20 bucks yeah. i mean 20 why didn't anybody else bid on it that was crazy i kind of missed like he just said 20 and then boom he's got it i well, mean jeff, jeff said first person with 20 bucks gets this and oh like, is that what it was okay that was it. i was shocked and then and then the other thing too that shocked me was along the lines of malcolm Reynolds. you know you're the next target along with malcolm and he's buying food instead of waiting for an advantage as well that see that's part you, I'm, not, I'm not i'm not getting those guys yeah, i just i mean fan? i'm thinking that they're smart they're finding idols or they're playing the game fairly well and then when it comes down to like you know, rational thinking, it's like food just takes over people's brains. It's amazing. Like, it happened in our season. Jay gave up, like, a, a challenge for chicken wings, and he yeah. got bored out the same goddamn, yeah. t- uh, you know, episode. I'm like, well, <laughs> yeah. uh, yes. I don't know. Weakness, it's, it's, weakness, people. I mean, I've never been in that position, so I don't know how to judge. You guys have been in that position, but Troy's in it. It's awesome, you know, when you prioritize the clue over food. 
Yeah. I, well, I think it's just that I'm, I don't know whether it was because I've watched so many seasons of Survivor mm-hmm. since, you know, day one. And I just knew, like, okay, I'm starving, but why am I here? Yeah. yeah. Like, really, you have to ask yourself, what are you playing for? And some Every people aren't day. playing, <laughs> it, believe it or not, are not playing to win. So, yeah. You know they're whatever they're they're playing a different game. They're they're at camp. <laughs> yeah. So who who as a huge fan, who are you seeing playing the game to win? Who is playing the game to win in your opinion? Well, Andre is playing to win for sure Definitely. because she's just very sneaky and being that little cutesy girl. And she's but she's playing hard. You're a sucker um, for that though. <laughs> what? <laughs> You're such a sucker for that. I'm not a sucker for it. I just say that's what she's doing. So if, if I know that's what she's doing, then I'm not a sucker for it. I know that I know she's phys- you know, purposely being like the cutesy little chick, and yeah. so I, I've been around that. I'm very aware of this now <laughs> that women wow. that women on Survivor are the most conniving, sneakiest of all. I- don't beings. know what you're talking about. As she bats her eyes. <laughs> so anyone who's who's second in line to Andrea would Well, I mean Cochran's playing yeah. really well. I mean, I think it's classic that he's winning challenges. It's just like, oh you know, it's gosh. just uh, hilarious, it's, you know. And he, but he's a sm- he's a smart guy. They're probably not even showing how smart he is. I mean, yeah. I'm sure it's he's got hours and hours of things that he says mm-hmm. that they, they they just say well it can't be the Cochran show but he I'm sure that you know the, even the way the vote went tonight yeah. Cochran probably said listen if they have an aisle if they don't whatever if they don't have it we're going to vote 3-3 three, three, and if and it, if it shows up they don't have it then we're going to vote again and this is who we're going to vote out and yeah. I'm sure that's was Cochran's idea yeah I'm yeah. almost positive yeah I would say so, we, we, we agree with you oh, Troy's in oh he got cut off I did. Oh, no. oh are you there? there. Oh, are they joining together? Is Denise on the line too? Uh, give me one second hey. to figure out the screen, though. I, it is. Oh my gosh, Denise, oh, wow. we got you online with Troy Zan as well. Yeah. Oh, wow. Oh, how cool! We've oh, got the whole crew. Very, very cool. We how are you guys? Denise? Good. It's a four-way now, officially. Does she have her shirt on? <laughs> yeah. Did, did, well, yeah I was going to say. Now I, I get to talk about some spicy stuff, but a four-way. Now that that's kind of fun. That's yeah. new. <laughs> yeah. Yay, the sex lady. That's right. We're four-way sex. <laughs> <laughs> well, I will say, I am in Survivor Heaven right now. I got Jerry sitting across from me, Denise, and Troy is on the line. Thank you guys so much for joining us again. <laughs> you bet. Glad to be here. It's Thank an honor. You. So we were just talking about the auction, Denise, and basically how, oh, how Malcolm, your Malcolm, which we want to get a lot of your opinions on Malcolm. You are Malcolm's or were until the end of your season, right-hand woman. What did you make of him at the auction, you know, not saving his money for the clue to the challenge and, and getting the hidden idol clue instead. You know, it, it it just goes to show you how your like common sense just goes out the window mm-hmm. in in the moment and seeing something that's of comfort for you in in the game because clearly we saw you know in the confessional before he had a clear game plan. Mm-hmm. I mean, he, he he knew what he needed to do and then he blows it. But yeah. then you know who would have guessed too that there would be two advantages mm-hmm. yeah, right? in the option. So. That's also kind of throws you off that at least he got the one, but who would have known there would have been the second one that Cochran got? I know. What, what Troy Zan was just talking about, too, was we were surprised that Malcolm, when Andrea came and, you know, sat next to the well, when Malcolm went looking for the idol, that he just stopped looking. And he kind of yeah. just, were you shocked to see that? And, I mean, you guys were the last to find your hidden idol in your season. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> I, I was. And, so what's and, you, you know, what do you make just, of it? You know, well, just to see that he didn't, you know, he's, again, he's so strategic and he's such a smart guy to think, you know, even though clearly knowing that he and Andrea, you know, are on completely, you know, on opposite spectrums in the terms of, of 
having an alliance at that point, that was a perfect opportunity for him to just twist it around, somehow bring her mm-hmm. on board, make some kind of a crazy deal with her, but just keep looking. Now, granted, we, who knows what, what was behind it, you know, how long they actually sat there, but it, it right. truly does look like they a just sat it out. <laughs> and, you know, versus he and I running around frantically, like running around I, frantically. You and know, he went, he went there at night, he, and he went there at night once. Like, I just don't, why didn't he go back at, like, 2 o'clock in the morning? Like, I just don't get that. Like, exactly. in the middle of the night, something. Moonlight. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and there's enough moonlight that he could dig or, you know, kind of go around or just be more nonchalant. But, you know, it's it just seems like he lost his bearings a little bit or to just pay attention that people wake up really early out there. Mm-hmm. Was it, the, was it, was it, it, it could have been the beer, the beer. <laughs> I think it, maybe up. it was. Maybe he had all of it and he was still hung over. I don't like know. He's still half drunk. <laughs> Oh. It was just shocking, and it was, oh. you know, with with the move he made last week, you know, you can't help but root for Malcolm again, you know, and for me, this season, Malcolm's been an up-and-down player for me in terms of he got a little cocky, and then he's the underdog, and I'm rooting for him again, and it was just kind of frustrating to see him not find that idol. It, it is. I mean, they've, they've been whizzes with that this whole season, and so it, it, I, I had my fingers crossed. Now, people have been kind of, you know dropping kind of hints, you know, hey, I think Malcolm's going to go home this weekend. And I haven't known, so I've just been hoping he's going to pull it out one more week, mm-hmm. get, you know, get scrappy, find the idol, pull some crazy strategy out, and it just didn't happen. I yeah, know. I was bummed, too. I mean, I became a pretty big Malcolm. I mean, I haven't been, like, a huge Malcolm fan, but I be- it was last week, and I became one. And this, I really did not want him to go home this, <laughs> uh, this week. I was kind of like, I was bummed, too. It was just weird how he literally just kind of rolled over and played dead. With Andrea sitting right there, like it just shows you how much power that girl has that we just really don't understand. Obviously, she's running yep, this I tribe. Think, yeah, she must be running around naked, and we don't see it. Troy then. Malcolm in his season. Oh my god! In his season, he did have the soft heart for the blondes in his season as well. So maybe that's Malcolm's true. That's true. Another another pretty blonde. Another pretty blonde. Oh my god! Yeah. <laughs> I mean, in terms of the rest of the auction, people were just throwing out $500 bets left and right. Yeah, without even, like, starting low. That's the whole point of an auction, people. I don't know if you realize this, but you start low <laughs> yeah. and you go high. That's how. Well, that's what it works. Not 500 off the bat. So, like, yeah. when nobody had $20 left to get yeah. a family letter, I was like, well, gee, yeah. I wonder what you could have done differently. I yeah. wonder. So, Don, in your, in your season... We saw Abby Maria, you know, hold out for that advantage in the challenge, uh, and yep. she won the challenge after buying that advantage. And again tonight, if we fast forward to Cochran buying the advantage and then winning immunity, history shows when you get that advantage in the challenge, you win the challenge. Yeah, yes. it's huge. And you could see the look on his face through that auction. I mean, I knew from the start of that he is not bidding. You know, my daughter and I were watching it. We're like, He's the only one not bidding. Cochran? He's the only one yeah. sitting there. Yeah, Cochran didn't bid, yeah. I don't think, on anything until that came up. I'm like, because he's incredibly smart. I mean, yeah. he's a huge student of the game. Yeah. You know, stupid me, you know, when I was out there, I paid 500 bucks for freaking pancakes. <laughs> you know, just like Sherry and just like Don. I was just as dumb. But, okay. but you know, so here's Cochran. Well, in hindsight, you, know, you won, though. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah, Denise, lucky. it didn't affect yeah, so I you at say all. That was a really good plate of pancakes. But at the time, yeah. <laughs> Stupidest move I could have made. I was dumb. just going to say, dumb, were, they, dumb. were they worth $500? You know, in hindsight, they really didn't taste that good, but the maple syrup was great. It was <laughs> awesome. I mean, it really, in the moment, I mean, I was sipping that like it was champagne. It was yeah. so good. Yeah. But, okay. yeah. In hindsight, it, it could have blown everything. It could have, but yeah, you, you did all right. Okay, but here's a question and kind of a concern. I'm, 
if they're so hungry that their rationality has gone completely out the window, and now they're sitting with this huge bowl of the one thing that we crave more than anything in, in any other Survivor episode, everybody always craves peanut butter, and now they're putting it over each other's faces? Yeah, what, yeah uh-huh. I, I was going to say, what's that? what was that? Is that so they could take it home? They said they... It, I mean, a peanut butter That's facial? exactly what I think. I think they were. I think they were just smearing it every place so they could scrape it off. I mean, I was and like, eat it later. is this like That's some the kind thing of I can think of? Some island spa that we don't know. Well, about, like, oh, but they, but then out. they kept it on their faces. It's yeah. like, why didn't they take that off and eat it? When they want to save it for like dinner, like exactly. they want to have an appetizer. Then okay, here's lunch. Yeah. Here's dinner, <laughs> and then here's a late night snack. I mean, what? That's crazy shit. It was. I mean, it was this true was, in the confessionals. It was still all over their yeah. faces. Yeah. Like, oh, I'm like, truly, like, like, scrape it off. And even, I mean, eat it. Come on, people. Yeah, I mean, Brenda's like reading her yes. her note from her loved one, crying with the peanut butter all just dripping down. It's like it's just, just like it, it actually didn't look like peanut butter. It looked like they had some problems at the. Uh... <laughs> well, she preferred salted peanut butter. Oh, oh, God. God. They need. I think it looked like the aqua dump that they missed or something. Oh, yeah. That's true, though. But it was, I mean, this, uh, usually the love letters from home go for a little more than $20. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, in this season, it yeah. seemed like they just wanted to give those love letters from home and so they can get some tears out of everybody. And, and I think the person, Brenda was obviously crying, but she was crying the whole episode. Dawn was crying earlier, <laughs> but didn't get a love one letter. And then we got to see Cochran cry. Yeah, and, yeah. Yeah, yeah. You, gotta, you gotta see snot come out of his nose. Yeah. I, know. I love how Please he's help. like, up until now, I felt like I was just, I was going to be a game bot and be without <laughs> feelings or emotions. I was like, oh, there he goes again with those sound bites. Yeah, and it's, it was nice to just see a different side of Cochran and kind of the, you know, the more sensitive, sensitive side. Although I, I never doubted that he yeah. was sensitive. Yeah, and that's what I love about him. I mean, that's just, I mean, that's the part. I mean, I, you know, besides a Malcolm fan, I mean, obviously that Malcolm's, you know, my number one, you know, fan of him. But Cochran, you know, I love just seeing the side of him. And I, and I love Cochran as an underdog anyway. Mm-hmm. So it was kind of fun to see him get all teary and snotty and, yeah. you know, kind of get in the mix with yeah. that. So I enjoyed that. It, it the was funny thing is, Co- Cochran's not an underdog. I would have gone, no. I wouldn't have gone into that game thinking he's no. an underdog. I, I would have been this guy. No, he's, but, everybody he's... does, but everybody else thinks he is. Yeah. Right? I mean, that's, you're right. I don't, I mean, he gets underestimated. Completely, yeah. and I think a but, lot of you know, it's like people thinking he's on the bottom now. Yeah. He's so not on the bottom. It's, I mean, not even close. Yeah, yeah. and I but, think a lot of it just has to do with his his physical appearance and kind of his personality being the dork, you know, or being the nerd yep. and the survivor geek. Because when you have the the smaller stature, not as big of muscles as the other guys, and you're the survivor nerd, everyone just looks. Oh, it's Cochrane. <laughs> it is true because uh, if a big guy makes a suggestion of things, they think, oh, this guy's trying to be a leader. He's trying yeah. to tell me. What to do? Da da da. It really, I think, it does make a difference. Oh, if yeah. some, if there's a big muscly guy making suggestions, everyone thinks, "Oh, we got to get rid of him." This guy, he thinks he's too much. Cochran can say the exact same words. It's just the, the stature and the way that he says it. Yeah. It comes out different, yeah. and people take it differently. Yeah, yeah. which is his yeah, it's, advantage. It's kind of disarming. Yeah, yeah. It, it disarms them. Yeah, so it Troy, works. Troy, is that your pen? You keep clicking. Oh. <laughs> Sorry. Stop clicking that pen. It's right in my ear, man. (laughs) Denise, now, a question for you in terms of we know you're a huge Malcolm fan, and you and Malcolm last season did amazing things together. Did you get a chance to talk to Malcolm before going out there because he went in as the only favorite this time? That's right. Not 
anybody seeing your season and nobody knowing anything about him. So did you get a chance to talk to Malcolm before he went back out? I did not. Did I mean, not. truly, you know, we once we get finished our season and came home, you know, we were in touch, you know, via via email a bit, and all of a sudden, then we got the email. You know, I got the email that said, you know, hey, I'm taking a trip. Yeah. Wink, wink. You know, so I knew he was going back out, and you had that inkling a little bit, you know, even before we had come home. But but I didn't get to talk to him at all. So I only talked to him once he was home. Okay, and. And, and I kind of told me, you know, I, I'm one of those, I really don't want to be on the spoiler board, so I don't want to know. I want to see it just kind of unfold. Yeah. And so even this whole season, I've told them, I don't want to know. Yeah. You know, I've had kind of this inkling of what's going to happen, but I just, I want to be in the dark. I want yeah. to just enjoy it like, like when I was a fan from season one. Yeah, yeah so, I'm the same no. way. And yeah. believe me, you know, being around since season two, there's definitely been seasons <laughs> where people have kind of alluded to telling me stuff, and I'm like, nope. Don't, don't, I don't tell me. I don't want to know. I like watching it with everybody yep. else. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. It's just much more fun that way. So, yeah. But no. But you know, seeing him go out and you know being the only one, you know, clearly not his word. You know, it's you know just like Russell Hans. You know, I think he's the only one, correct? I think that's ever gone out that nobody had seen him Am- play uh, before. Amanda. Or is there Ama- anybody else? Yeah, the first fans versus favorites. Uh, Amanda and James got the opportunity. Oh, that's- and Rupert in season eight. They a couple people have had the opportunity, and history shows that. You, they make it to the jury. You know, they they have a great advantage yep. in, in going out there without having that. And Russell is the best example of if they would have seen his season. There's no oh, way. No way. Yeah, if we had known who yep, Russell exactly. was when we played yeah. Heroes and Villains, what that about would have been yeah. totally different? Last episode obviously was one of the most epic tribal councils, and, and Malcolm played a huge role. So we got to get your opinion, Denise. What did you think of Malcolm's moves last week? We got to we got to get your opinion. It was it, you know, and Heinz, you know. Quarterback, you know, Monday back, you know, Monday morning quarterbacking, you know, hindsight twenty twenty. But from as as a fan watching the show, I freaking loved it because you know everybody's like, well, they, he couldn't have, you know, he could have waited and have, you know, basically surprised them. But it was much more informative, I think, for him or for those guys and for us, you know, as viewers to watch, to be able to watch them have to squirm, to be able to watch that alliance mm-hmm. squirm and see where some cracks were and who they were going to vote off if their plan didn't go as you know, as, as, as planned. Yeah. And so, you know, I loved it, you know, and I can't think, you know, there's, a, you know, a ton of different ways he could have played it, but, you know, <laughs> yeah. I, I think for, for him and the kind of player that he is, I think, you know, in his mind, it's kind of go big or go home. And yeah. that and was, I think, a part of it. And <laughs> he did. Unfortunately, he uh, went home the next week, but yeah. he went yeah. big that night. So, it was fun. I enjoyed watching it. So I, I liked the move. Yeah, it made, it made good television. <laughs> yeah, I hope he doesn't it regret it. Because, you know, sometimes with Survivor, when you get home and you have a chance to, like, really think about things that you did and how you could have done it differently, you spend a great deal of time in, in a state of regret. And I really hope, Malcolm, if you're watching, don't, don't do that to yourself, man. Because, seriously, like Denise said, you went big. You yeah. did. You gave it a shot. And it was, yep. it was ballsy. Yeah. It definitely was. Yeah. It was. So in terms of the, the immunity challenge we had this week, it was it seemed like another physical challenge that a male would win. Um, but <laughs> yeah. but uh, Denise, I, I should take that back because Denise. you, on your <laughs> season, yep. won so many physical challenges and just dominated. So I take that comment back. <laughs> so the challenge well, I was, only won one, though. Yeah. But, but the one I won was the one that was the most mm-hmm. similar to this one. Yeah. It's the same exact thing, that it's, it's, it's one of those challenges that, it was great. And the minute it showed up on the screen, I thought, oh, 
this is awesome because I thought, okay, either Malcolm, I said, if not, you know, Cochran's got a good chance, mm-hmm. Don's got a good chance because it's not necessary because it's based on their own body weight, mm-hmm. yeah. and that's how our one challenge, the immunity, <coughs> the only immunity challenge that I won was and it's like oh you know that that was perfect if you hadn't packed on weight before you came in you had a better shot you know, uh, yeah. you know? go in skinny yeah so so choice and in looking at the challenge you know it came down to eddie and it came down to cochran and cochran won basically most likely because of the advantage when you you buying one of those advantages in a in, a, in an auction do you think it gets to a point where it's kind of like it's a given you're going to win immunity with advantage? Is it unfair these advantages in the auction? What is your kind of take on? No, I don't think it's. A, I don't think it's a given. I mean, you know, Cochran. I mean, he obviously wasn't as strong as mm-hmm. as Eddie. And in the one I won, it was like you know I just got an advantage the second round. So yeah. you still, I still had to perform. It, it was like a three round challenge where you untied ropes in the beginning, and then the, then four people went to the then actually had to bounce coconuts off a trampoline on the targets, and then and. And then those final two went to a final, you know, coconut slingshot thing where I went against Tarzan. Yeah. So I still had to do, I still had to do something. I mean, it still was like pressure on me yeah. to actually win. So it's like, you know, I, I didn't feel like it was, uh, the only advantage it is, it's, it's advantage because in their, in the, everybody else's minds are yeah. like, oh God, oh God. And they start mm-hmm. getting paranoid and that actually helps you to, to become more calm and knowing that they're nervous because yeah. that's, that's an advantage. If you can pe- make people nervous and paranoid and do anything that you can, that's an advantage. It's, I mean, but you still have to perform. So, and I just have to point out totally. that this is the probably the only show where you will ha- hear the two words "coconut" and "slingshot" in the same <laughs> sentence, and find yourself going, "That's a really great idea." Uh... <laughs> well, and fans out there, take note: three seasons in a row, Troy's and Abby Maria and Cochran. When you buy the advantage in an auction, you most yes. likely are going to win immunity. That's right. Yes, take, exactly. Take note. Don't <laughs> eat the food yeah, unless you're God. Dead. Yeah, don't buy food. Damn it! If you are on the chopping block, if you are already close, don't buy food. Dude, don't, you can, don't we do lose it. our mind out there. That's the crazy <laughs> thing. Oh, yeah. crazy! And it's usually crazy. auction is late in the game, so it's like you know, like can you, come on, you got nine days. Can you can you die days or whatever, ten days or yeah. whatever? You know, just hey. Hang on, bro. <laughs> so yeah. gonna die. after immunity, Cochran has he has immunity, and then we kind of see the scrambling going on. One of the biggest scrambles was Sherry and Malcolm talking. Malcolm really seemed like he thought he had Sherry. So Denise, Malcolm thinking he has Sherry. What'd you make of that? You know, initially I even thought he had Sherry until you start seeing that confessional. But Sherry is. Sherry is just really, again, much smarter than I think people give her credit for. And she keeps weighing out the benefit. And I think she knows, you know, if she goes in with that bro alliance, you know, they're going to keep her for a while. But she's, you know, one, Malcolm would be smart to say, okay, well, maybe take her along. Mm-hmm. But we've got this, all this testosterone <laughs> that's going to override that and think we've got to keep this bro alliance and they're going to cut her. Yeah. So I think she's smart enough to really weigh out truly where where is she best off and is now the time you know it really only takes you know the game it's you know it's strategy it's luck it's timing i mean and it, it just takes one move to make that work for her and i think she's really weighing it out that it, it wasn't the time and i think honestly i think malcolm was just hopefully had her you know i don't know how well the guys had worked on eric yeah. i'm still wondering why is nobody talking to Brenda? Um, <laughs> because Brenda doesn't I, I, talk I, back. Brenda. <laughs> <laughs> um, <you know. laughs> 
<laughs> a miracle she spoke this episode. A miracle. She's talking finally, but all she's doing is bitching and crying. So I'm like, oh, great. I know. <laughs> I don't, oh, no, can uh, I do my, my uh, impression of Brenda at the auction? I don't know. I don't think I should play that money. I might lose it. I don't think there's anything under there. I don't really know what I'm going to do. Oh, okay. I'll give you $200 for pig brains. <laughs> oh, at least she ate it. <laughs> No, it's like, come on, you know, if you want something, just go buy it. You oh, know, don't sit there and cry. If yeah. I didn't win anything and they brought that bowl of peanut butter, the share of the peanut butter thing, I'm not going in there with one finger. I'm going in there with like a freaking hand. Like I'm pulling out a hook of peanut butter. Like I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> I would have said like, I, I'm sharing this. Yeah. <laughs> well, and back to, back to Sherry and Malcolm and Sherry and in Eddie and kind of Reynolds, to me it was just a little too late. You have Sherry, Eddie, and Reynolds yep. who have been in the game on the same tribe the entire season, and they've been at yep. each other's throat the entire season. I think if once that merge happened, Eddie and Eddie and Reynolds would have maybe patched things up with Sherry at that point, yeah. planted the seeds and nurtured them. Maybe she would have really considered it. But sure. this is so late in the game for Sherry to go to the two people she's been after the entire game. No, and I mean, the thing is, like, I kept weighing it back and forth, like, what would I do if I was her? I could totally understand wanting to go into an alliance that you would be, yeah, at the bottom, but you'd be on the bottom of Mm -hmm. three other people, as opposed to the bottom of six Mm -hmm. other people. So it's, I mean, I can see why she thought about it. Yeah. Um, But I don't think you could win any challenges against those guys. Unless you take your top off while they're doing the challenge (laughs) and throw them off. Ah. We do say that Sherry looks like Sandra Bullock. She does. I, she does. I, was, I said the same thing to my sister. <laughs> yeah. Like, going, why you? like, that girl looks like Sandra Bullock a little she bit. She does. Yeah. So then, oh. moving on from Sherry, what about what do you guys think of Eric's game? I mean, in terms of he voted for Philip last week, he's been flip flopping a little bit. What do you think? Was it smart for him to stay with the women, which in fans versus favorites, the women were his demise? <laughs> or should he have broed up and gone with the three, the three bros? You know, I think, again, he's weighing it out. I mean, last week I was hopeful, like, that, that again, that hopefully here was going to be the swing vote with Eric. But, you know, I think Don, you know, and whether or not it's that motherly guilt or, I mean, Don yeah. was working on him. The you motherly know, hey, guilt. I'm trusting you. It, it is. And there's, there is merit to motherly guilt. I mean, it works. <laughs> you so, did this. All mothers have done me. that to us. They're like, oh, don't you think you should call your father on Don't you think you should go to church today? <laughs> oh, mom. Exactly. And, and so it worked. So I think if he was thinking about it, I think some of that guilt got in there again, again, strategy and him, you know, flipping. I mean, he, again, in the confessional, he was saying, you know, right up until that moment, he wasn't sure, you know, it could change even that tribal. And I think Eric is, unfortunately, he's just not, he rides the fence yeah. all the time. Mm-hmm. That's because you know, he's, he's not in 100%. The yeah, he's not 100% yep. sure of himself. And I think it goes back from exactly. last time he played. That yeah. he's like, I yep. can't afford to look stupid again. I cannot make a bad move. What, what do I, you know, I'm going to go here. Now I'm going to go here. I'm going to go here. What am I going to do? Yeah, he's got quite a yeah. reputation behind him that he's, I'm sure he's trying to figure out a way to redeem that some way right. this season. So he's probably very trepidatious because of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, uh, Absolutely. Yeah. 
Well, it's, Eric. it's just like as a fan, the thing that frustrates me about Eric, I know he's a huge fan. I just don't see the the game sense to him in terms of like it just doesn't seem like he gets the game. Okay, Eric, where are you in that six? You know, I mean, I guess from our view, we clearly kind of see he's at the bottom. Maybe he doesn't realize that, and we don't know what other conversations are going on. But it's kind of just like, oh, Eric, do something. Come on. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. exactly. And that's so different than, again, Cochran. You know, Cochran is a fan of the game. I mean, they're at almost opposite yeah. ends of the fan spectrum. You know, it's like, really wow, you know, student of the game versus just kind of floating in the game. Yeah, that's a, I've never mm-hmm. even kind of thought about that, how they are both huge fans, but then you have Cochran, who's actually the gamer, Eric, who's kind mm-hmm. of just letting the game happen, you know? Absolutely. Interesting, yeah, interesting. Yeah, that kind of stumped me for a second. I was like, Could, yeah, 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 Denise. Wow, Denise. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no wonder As she won. As the game, I think about these things. Yeah. You're so oh. smart. You're yeah. so smart. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's why she makes the big bucks. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, thanks. Yeah. So, <laughs> and we're also referring to your, your real job in your real life and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> that's, yeah. that's an interesting thing. Denise, I thought about it. Has Survivor, as a sex therapist, are you still practicing? And has Survivor kind of changed your job in a sense of like your yeah. clients or kind of how people view you as a therapist? Or has how has Survivor impacted your job? Yeah, because Troy Zen's looking for a yeah, sex Tro- therapist. Tro- right now. Yeah, I need, some, I need some little help. I'm 50 now, so maybe you know. <laughs> <laughs> Things start happening then, don't they? You well, don't know. They, no, they, they no, don't happen. Do, do, they stop happening. Yeah. Uh, he, he's Skyping they, us half naked, so. <laughs> <laughs> so, how has it changed kind you know, of your job, Denise? But, but, you know, truly, it didn't. I mean, I came back, you know, we got we got back from, you know, from our season, and I went back to work, you know, three literally three days later, I was Whoa. back in the office. Wow. You know, so I Jeez. never stopped. I mean, it was other than the time on the island. You know, I, that was the only time I stopped practicing. So I can't went wow. back. I'm full time. Um, you know, in terms of the perceptions, I think the perceptions is what's interesting. I mean, it's. I think it's been something you know I've been able to use with my clients. You know, in session, I've got clients that are huge fans of the game and were long before I went out there. And so it's just interesting how you know I'll be having a session. We're talking about it could be depression, intimacy, something, and all of a sudden something about the game is being thrown in there by them or by me. So I think, if anything, it's added to it, which is kind of trippy. Um, but, yeah. Do you ever get horny out on the island? Yeah. <laughs> do, do I what? <laughs> now, I mean, I'm always asked that. Did you ever get horny out on the island? Did you ever take care of yourself? I'm like, oh, jeez. It's always the same question. <laughs> yeah. Never. No, that, you know what? That, like, of all the things, that was the thing that was probably, was it, did you? I, take no, care of never, myself? Never. <laughs> Yeah, or I get horny out. Like that was the last thing on my mind on that island. I was hungry yeah. and tired. That's yeah. about it. Yeah, Troy's in. I think oh you need gosh. to answer that question. I'm waiting <laughs> for the, the record. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I was too you know I was, I'm the same I was too concentrated on the game I just did it didn't it didn't cross my mind but I was worried because I kept thinking like. I should be feeling something, especially in the morning or something, and nothing's <laughs> happening. So I hope to God that it comes back to life after this 39 days are over. So <laughs> And did it? It did it? At Ponderosa, things started to happen. <laughs> okay, again. okay. So we'll, yeah. we'll leave it at that. Okay, good. Whoa. We're back on track. I have heard, yeah. And Whoa. I've heard from other other players um, that that has been an issue out there, that all of a sudden things that should be happening aren't happening. Wow. See, so now, I think heard, it's the stress. I mean, it's the stress of the game. You're so focused on the game. and I've heard yeah, that's the norm. Up working. 
From what I understand, everyone I've talked, males, you know, women, we, we can put that stuff on the back shelf. But men, you know, always get worried because they're like, oh, it's just not happening. You know, I'm like, you're starving. You're under stress. You're sleeping. What happened yes. to morning wood? God yeah, yeah. bless America. The only morning wood you're going to find is the stuff in the wood for the fire. <laughs> exactly. The bamboo. Yeah. So uh, speaking of, go the get the fire. The only hard, hard thing out there is bamboo. Go tend the fire. Fire at it. But, you know, it's funny, Denise, because, um, you know, at... As a therapist, I guess uh, you would understand and probably see it with people often, but it it happens to me a lot in life where things will happen to me in my everyday, and I'll look at how my experience on Survivor kind of mirrored the situation Mm. and kind of prepared me for it. And I, Yeah. Yeah, it's a trip, right? Love it. It is. I mean, just the the crossover. It is. I mean, or how stuff comes up. You know, I was just, you know, it was... Just interesting. You know, I was rewatching some clips, and for whatever reason, I rewatched our final tribal council. Uh, and I'm like, ooh, I did sound kind of a little. Rough. And then, you know, I go back into, wow, where was that coming? I mean, there's stuff in your life that crosses over, or that you can think of how you were prepared for that moment, or how you're kind of playing out. So, I mean, from a therapeutic standpoint, it's there's all kinds of stuff you can pull from this. And yeah, I love it because it, it does. And it's a year later stuff still coming up you know and i'm sure like for you jerry like you said i mean playing multiple times yeah tons of that stuff yeah, oh, i'm a triggered. mess it's, it's really cool <laughs> i need a therapist <laughs> yeah denise i want you to be my we therapist we can do some long distance therapy there we go <laughs> i know seriously <laughs> oh. I, I can honestly say that uh especially the second time i played that was well no <sighs> I, the first time even just the the aftermath of what happened on yeah. the show and then the reaction from people mm. that's stuff that you know, like with Brandon, we talked about this earlier when yeah. he had his meltdown, you know, and he was like, my whole life changed and blah, blah, blah. I'm like, dude, that's what happens. Yeah. That's what happens yeah. to everybody. You're not special in that respect, uh, but you are, you know, a special case because mm-hmm. of it, you know. And I, yeah. felt, I felt for him, but I, he, yeah, he went to yeah. crazy town. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, and again, you have to wonder again what's happening outside that's coming into that game. Mm-hmm. Like you said, what's coming into the game with him? I mean, yeah, it, it, it's so impactful. Yeah. But, yeah, oh. for sure. Powerful stuff. Yeah, it's crazy. I mean, <laughs> and it's just a TV show. Let's not forget, yeah. you know, to I, yeah. the public, it, it's just a TV show. But yeah. for all of us that have played, it is a life-changing experience, like ways you can't even imagine. Yeah. Well, I hope I can yeah. imagine it one day to all you guys. Oh, Justin, <laughs> we need to get Justin on Survivor. Trying, this is I was like going to say, what's the deal? What's uh, happening? I mean, it, I've truly. tried every season. I've tried. I'm going to keep trying, getting on. Yeah. I'm going to join you in that winner's circle, times. Denise. I'm going to join you. So one thing, Malcolm obviously went home tonight. So, Denise, <clears throat> what when you know you see Malcolm go home, what's, describe what you're feeling when you see Malcolm get his torch snuffed for the second time. Oh, I, I swear I started time. grieving right then. I mean, truly, you know, it was kind of like there was this part of me after last season because Malcolm and I are great friends. Mm-hmm. And so there's this part of me that still feels guilty for last season, even though I'm not. I mean, I, I, it, there's this weird kind of guilt of, oh, just let him, you know, go far in the game or let him win. And then I'll kind of like not feel guilty that, you know, we, no. we weren't able to go oh. to the end and, you know, somehow kind of like redeem my own mom guilt. I don't know what it is, but, <laughs> but you know, again, you know, I think he, he, he played the best game he could, you know, he was back to back, you know, I think he did a great job You know, I got to see different sides of him, you know, this season. Um, but yeah, I was just bummed, but again, but again, I have other favorites that are still out there. So there's the other part of me that goes, okay, unfortunately he, he went home, but, 
my underdog is still out there, or my perceived underdog is still in the game. Who is that? So it's, it's Don, I, you know, Cochran. Cochran. Oh, I love Cochran. Okay, I just have you know, to first... ask you this, Denise, because I know I was affected um, with Malcolm. I was really behind him to do well this game, and then he came out that one episode, and he said that he was, uh, I forget how he said it, a, a well-seasoned liar when it comes to, to women. women. Yeah. I was like, what? <laughs> Yeah, you know, and the, the, the thing, you know, granted, I didn't love hearing that because I, because I know him and I, you know, here it's, but I have to also think, you know, it's a 25 year old kid yeah, and that, you know, he's out there and he's, you know, in a totally different, you know, phase of his life and yeah. out there, you know, he might be thinking in the game, but I don't think that's really, I mean, I don't believe that that's a reflection of who he is, Okay, you know, but in the game, it just sounded so like, Bad. oh no, yeah. like you like, lost some points. Yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, but as a big uh, fan of Cochran as well, um, I have to say that I wish they would have called this episode delicious. <laughs> because <laughs> when he said delicious like three times and like kissed his bellissimo, I was like, okay, Cochran. Voted Malcolm out. Please, yeah. please. That would have yeah. been awesome. So we yeah. got to wrap oh. up soon, but uh, Denise and Troyzen, let's get your kind of thoughts. Uh, Troyzen first. Who do you predict is going to take it home? We only have about three episodes left, I think. So Troyzen, who do yeah. you see there in the end? And who's, who's your pick to take it home, Troyzen? Well, we're all talking about Cochran, so I might as well get on the Cochran oh, train. Give us your own opinion. <laughs> so, Cochran? I mean, if, if Andrea, if she wins, I'd be happy to see her okay, win, too, because then I'll, maybe I'll, I'll do a photo shoot with her or something. Oh. So, uh, <laughs> what? Is that, how, that, is that how girls get to do photo shoots with you? Yeah, that's, to win? Yes, if you win. Yes, of course. That's how it goes. Oh, gosh. Well, fine. Denise, are you, are you picking? Are you, we know you want Cochran to win now, but are you picking Cochran to win? Uh, yes, I'll pick Cochran to win. <laughs> okay, what about you, Cochran? I mean, not Cochran. What about you, Denise? <laughs> you know, I, yeah, I'm definitely not Cochran, but, you know, I think one of either, it's it's got to be the, that married couple between Cochran and Don. Yeah. One of them. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know which one, but it's going to be, I think it's going to be like with, with Malcolm and I, mm-hmm. it's going to be who turns first. Mm-hmm. Because I think one of them will turn, you know, at some point. Yeah. I think it's going to be that same dynamic. So that's that's what I'm banking on. Yeah. Well, thank you guys so much for joining us. It's been awesome talking to you. Yes, we thank love you. having you in. Awesome, thank you so much, and uh, we look forward to seeing how the rest of the season unfolds. Call in anytime. Yes, All please right. come hey, back. Thanks. It was great. Thank it was great guys. being here. Yeah. Thanks, guys. Talk bye. to you later. Bye, Denise. Okay. Bye. Bye. Oh, they were so fun to have on. Uh, I know. I miss them so much. I wish we all lived closer Gosh. because I would totally hang out with them. And there's, I mean, there's a handful that I would actually hang out with on a uh, regular basis geez. if I could. They're awesome. So great to get their opinions. So, so Jerry, we got a few episodes coming up. Who are you? Who are you predicting to take it home? Oh, uh, gosh, I don't know. I mean, it's been flip-flopping between Dawn, who we saw yeah. in total power, and then she kind of lost it, and yeah. then Andrea and Cochran. I... I I don't know. One of those three. I think it's one of those yeah, three. Yeah, I'd be we happy with any, any of those three. I would be happy with any of those they three They seem as to well. be the key players that really yeah. are playing the game to win. Yeah. AJ, take note. If Brenda wins, I will not be happy. She's, she's not going to win. <laughs> she's not going to win. We're, you're okay, Justin. But yeah, so fans <laughs> out there, you know, we love having you give your opinions. Go to iTunes, rate us, and tell us who you think is going to win this season. So thank you guys for joining us for another fun after show. Before we end the show, I want to oh. go ahead and give a shout out to <gasps> Jason from DC yes. who called in before the show and he said, you know, he was rooting for Malcolm and Cochran and of course now that Malcolm is 
no longer with us. <laughs> um, who are you guys really rooting for right now? And of course, you've already talked about yeah. who you yeah. want to win. But well, yeah, and so that's we obviously had Troy Zen and Denise, so we didn't really get to take fans' calls this episode, which we apologize for. But thanks for calling in, and I think it's we like we said, one of those three is going to win: Don Cochran or or Andrea. And did Ryan say he was going to call in? Oh, he did, but I don't think he's making yeah. it. He did so well. Ryan. Ryan, we'll have to get your gossip next week. Yeah, Ryan apparently has some really juicy gossip about Brenda. About Brenda the, and what happened on the island. So uh. Uh, tune in next week to get Ryan's gossip. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you guys for joining us for another after show, and uh, we love doing it. So, as we always uh, say, buzz, <laughs> buzz you later. later. From Bing.com, executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Sure. Way to go, Justin. See you later. We were premature. <laughs> The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principal.